0: geek podcast smart glasses which could help you become a better toastmaster oh man are we gonna talk game of
1: thrones
2: are we still talking about those avatar sequels
3: <laughs> can someone talk to will smith about what makes a mammal <laughs> <laughs> and somebody's gonna talk to john horgan about how he got the hobnob with george takei already
4: nerdy is the new sexy it's good to be a geek this is geek out the podcast
0: Cool! It is the Zones Geek Up podcast, episode 33. Same age as Kirsten James. It's me! It's the Kirsten cast. Yay. <laughs> uh, we're recording this on May 16th, 2019. I'm Webmeister Bud. I host Bud's Weekly Geek Out uh, Wednesdays at 7.20 in the morning zone. In this room, we're in a really weird situation where we're not recording in the usual room closet where we record. We're actually recording in zone control. So we're normally I would look to my broadcast left for a uh, very recently birthday boy Brian. I will now look to my broadcast yeah, 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 right.
5: And your immediate broadcast right is art, but uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go next. Broadcast uh, on
0: deck, and my broadcast in the hole. I don't know. I'm uh, DJ
5: Boytano. <laughs> I'm sitting on a very squeaky stool. Oh no, and it, it didn't squeak when I mentioned the stool. It was an awful sound. Uh, yeah, and I do the mixtape every weekday at five o'clock in the afternoon zone.
0: Uh, our <laughs> order, we usually go to Paul Placino because <laughs> yeah, so he says I host that afternoon. Everybody's zone. in
3: different places. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I host that afternoon zone. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm distracted too because I'm doing two things at once. He's
2: hosting that afternoon. Sir. I'm
3: yeah He's hosting I'm, the show right now. Yeah, you're right. I'm oh. I'm trying to watch that we're still on the radio <laughs> and also participate. But thanks and- for joining me. We're in here because I'm filling in on midday's, and I was so concerned. I was like, oh, this lousy schedule. I'm not going to get to participate and I really have a lot of things I want to scream. I wrote like a (laughs) novel yesterday to you all in the email about my thoughts about Game of Thrones. Really good novel. And I was so concerned. And now thank you all for uh, relocating. And now we all have windows.
5: Question though. we're, We're not live on the radio, right? Right now, I'm just
3: like really paranoid about yeah, that. Yeah, because because, because
2: you're gonna intro me next. So these red no,
3: lights are on, not. and it is really making me. I nervous. know, me too. Because we're all gonna cuss. But I'm positive. I'm gonna say right now, if we cuss on the radio, it's not because of any operator error. That something was went wrong with the board.
5: So
0: blame fucking engineering. moving on, moving on. Art
1: Aronson, great. reporter for the Q in the Zone, also co-host of Between the Stammers. Wherever you found this fine podcast, you can find us on BTS.
2: And I'm Kirsten James. And last week was Mother's Day, and my brother outed me for how much swearing I do on this podcast. (laughs) You swear on this podcast? And my mom mom. was so disappointed in me,
0: and she told
2: me she did not raise me that way. So I'm going to do my best to not fudge and swear on this podcast.
0: All she would needed to have done is listen to the intro to episode yeah, 32. The first two minutes. Just, that's it. That's my brother incredible.
2: totally outed me, too. He was like, oh, it was the bad swear word. It was the worst swear word.
0: Did oh, he like, say,
3: ooh, as well? And, like, oh, yeah.
5: and your mom said, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Oh,
3: the worst. Oh, that's really hard. Sorry, first, by the way, is not the worst swear word, <laughs> no, Mrs. No, no, no. James. No,
2: I said the worst swear word after that. To her? Yeah. Did you call her on No, of course not. Oh, oh my
0: God. Before we get started on Bud's Weekly, Geek Out. Let's also welcome in a silent special guest who is probably not going to come out to the microphone because she's likely embarrassed based on the look on her face. It's our Zone Promotion Director, Lauren Kelly. Yay! Hi,
3: Oh, and that sounds sound Live sound effects?
0: Yes, effect? I can. <laughs> Radio magic. We normally fly in all this Somebody stuff Somebody take afterwards. all of
2: those buttons away from Paul.
0: <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the not only one I, was, I swear i use. <laughs> but this week on Bud's Weekly Geek Out, and I've just I've just come from a root canal and a half a root, root construction, so my Talking is not up to snuff, so I'll probably not be very uh, active on this one. Maybe I—that's t- probably a lie. I keep—I just talk forever. Uh, this week on Buzzfeed Geekout, I talked about uh, new smart glasses. There was a big thing about smart glasses last year when Intel launched this thing called Vaunt. And these are going to be the next big smart glasses, and they—there was a little laser in the right arm, which fired into a little reflective holographic portion on the lens. And then bounce back into your retina. And that's how you could see what it was um what it was displaying um and not have to focus on it and you could still see your world and everything. And two months after Intel launched Vaunt, they shuttered the whole thing. So weirdly, this Canadian company called North, right? Yes.
2: No, sorry, oh. I just it was I was gonna say it. They did not vaunt.
0: Oh! Oh, (laughs) You're funny. That's great. Fuck you for that joke. (laughs) (laughs) I'm
5: not mad. I'm just disappointed. (laughs)
0: Your mom should tell you about that joke. That's That's the
2: kind of clean, good humor (laughs) that she wants to hear from me.
0: It's going to be an entirely cussless Kirsten James podcast. I can't wait. (laughs) Uh, So North bought all the intellectual property from Intel, and they have launched their own. They're called Focals, and... So with the Vaunt glasses, when you saw a notification, you would would swipe your head to the right to, to like, swipe the notification. Seemed like a very weird thing. Mm. I don't know how much better this is, but I love the idea of it. With the Focals glasses, they include a peripheral called loop, which is a ring with a little four-way joystick nubbin on it. Oh. So you're not, you know, you're not looking, you're not doing any of this interaction that people can see, but with your thumb, you're moving up, down, left, right, and click, oh. um, and that's how you navigate through your things. And what I was talking about specifically hmm. is they had just um, released an API connection with Google Sheets, which I guess is their, I don't know what it is, I'm one of those Google services, where you could put, for instance speaking notes, teleprompter kind of notes and scroll through them with the loop on your finger and see your notes scroll in front of your eye so you're looking directly at people when you're doing a speaky thingy.
5: Or if you've uh, written an apology letter to your spouse, <laughs> yes,
0: yes, anything and, like yeah, that. You need a script. Or that. if you're going into a party and you've pre written files on everyone, and you're yes. like zip, 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 zip. Oh yeah, how's Jamie doing? Yours, yeah. yeah so that kind of thing. So yeah, Mindy Murphy, right? Um,
3: okay, <laughs> so that is interesting to me. And as uh, one who. You know what I've really, really enjoyed in the last year or so since I've gotten my AirPods is that almost feeling of, like, connectivity and, like, control that – because when you get the AirPods and you just have a phone with them, you tap them to do anything, right? Like pause your music or activate Siri or whatever it is. But I've – because I also have my Apple Watch, it's all optimized, and I, like, can control and use basic controls on my watch, and it feels just so good, natural, intuitive – and I feel like I just wander around in my life with this like extra amount of control over what I'm experiencing through my pods. Nice. So- Although I'm not sold on the glasses technology, I don't know. Is anyone here like that's like Tony Stark?
1: That's a good thing.
0: Unless I am piloting a flying suit, I'm not sure if I need a heads yeah. up display for my life. But eh. exactly. I think they
1: put it in for Tony Stark because he didn't want to get up in the Iron Man suit, so they just sure. looked at more ways to get him just to be in a two piece suit or whatever. Sure. Right. Oh yeah, yeah,
3: exactly. Um. So so that is appealing to me on that level. Like I say, I like that amount of control and being able to do things like the thing on the ring is a really neat idea it's very subtle it's very out of the way no one can really see what you're doing so. yeah that's smart they thought of that because seriously like the head swipey thing that was the thing that really that's not the problem they needed to solve with those glasses how do you do anything yeah interface without me design. like doing like blanks and looking to the side yeah. and lo- i don't want to do that yeah
0: yeah pretty strange um i honestly think we should just jump right into game of thrones hello
1: everyone this is a spoiler alert. Thank
0: you. Oh, ring the bell, man! <laughs>
1: <laughs> the, the bells don't do
5: anything. We've already. <laughs> that. Right?
0: Yeah, we tried. Um, final season, uh, uh, season eight, episode five, called mm-hmm. "The Bells." And so,
1: who do we start with here, Paul? You got the essay going on in your head on this
0: one. Yeah, I'm we very reflective. That? that was really good. I don't know. Like,
2: no, don't read no? it. No,
0: okay, thank you. But Paul wrote a very, it. very thoughtful large paragraph uh <laughs> just about all this
3: um paul is here he can say those words i can say it yeah, yeah i
0: can reenact it well
3: can somebody uh describe what's going on this is actually a big news story right now evidently uh from a bunch of different sources about this petition can someone <sighs> flesh that out first so
0: kirsten can
5: you do it without swearing
0: <laughs> no so no. A quarter, <laughs> i think we're about a quarter million people right now have ha- half a million people right have signed a petition a la reshoot uh, the last, what was who that, the last are you Jedi, people? the right? same, the who Star Wars half people. A that's who, Kirsten. People they're lining
2: a position. they yeah. redo a TV show.
0: Yeah. The Star what Wars think, people, Carson. That's who.
2: What do you think's gonna happen? They're not gonna remake it.
0: Nope, but they think if idiots. they they think if they yell loud enough <laughs> that it'll happen. Um, uh, what's the word here? Uh, all right May well, we
1: all know. saw the last episode. Mm-hmm. What do you think? <clears throat> Let's just go from there. Just off the bat, did you like it? Did you not?
2: I liked it. I liked it. it. I I liked liked it. it. I liked that I could see things. I was like super hyped at the beginning when it looked like they were going to go into this big battle. And I was like, fudge yes, it's daytime. I was
5: so this intrigued. sounds
3: even weirder than swearing. Yeah. I know. Yeah. This is actually nice for me, too, being concerned about this going on to the air uh, right yeah, now. Yeah. So thank you.
2: But, like, I, I was so I was, I was so pumped on that. I was so pumped on being able to see things. I liked the battle. I liked the, the twist because I felt reading the books. I don't know if I said this on the pod before, but I felt reading the books years ago, I Maybe our big battle at the end was going to be Daenerys and Jon Snow. I right. just threw it out there. It's like I've never seen a book, I've never seen a TV series where you follow a protagonist the whole time, and at the end, like the two protagonists, the two good guys are battling each other. In the very last episode, I think it's a good twist. And so well, you, I, the
5: twist is the twist is kind of like the fact that it wasn't really a twist.
2: How yeah, that's so true. She too. didn't say she was going to do it. Well, the, the couple things though, <laughs> yeah. she did. She did say like seasons ago. She was like, "I don't want to be the queen of fire and ash. Right. Like, I don't want to be the queen of." And that's I think exactly, that was
1: last season. That's exactly she said what that.
2: she is mm-hmm. now. Yep. Um, but I think they've. Been, did she say
1: she didn't want to? Or did Tyrion say rule. that? I think she actually said, "I don't want to uh, yeah. be the queen of ashes" or whatever. Mm, oh. yep.
2: But the the one thing that I I will say is that I agree with everybody else about is that they did it too fast. It's too fast. It's not a crazy like out of left field twist but are you
0: talking about her going mad yeah yeah this is what i call the star trek ending it's just like you build you build you build you build you go to the last commercial break and when you come back everything's solved (laughs) yeah and it kills me the star trek the next generation followed this formula so much i love that series but it was just like i came to call it the star trek ending because all of a sudden everything was solved and And like come on
5: i get it because that's you know and george rr martin even said that he didn't say that he had major massive problems with this, but he did say that, you know, he was sort of sad that it did feel rushed, like mm-hmm. it could, this could have gone on a couple more seasons to be able to put the chess pieces in place a little bit. Yeah. they played the
0: long game with other elements before. Why not this one? This well, seems Well, key.
5: that, but he also came to their defense in that, like, these people have lives, right? Yeah. You can't recast Jon Snow after how many seasons yeah, yeah. he wants to move on. Like, the cast wants to move on. The 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 showrunners and the creators of the show want to move on.
3: And I will say that is a little bit disappointing that uh, it does sound like, from what Martin said, that uh, this decision to cap the show when they are is about other world things, mm-hmm. which is like, we're done with this, we want to move on and do something else. And the rest of the entire world is like, Okay, but we're not quite done with this. No. So we would like to hang on. For that's a that entitlement longer.
5: too, eh? <laughs> yes, yeah, that's true. So, because like I'm sad, but yeah, I am. I am sort of that entitled fan. I'm not that entitled piece of s. <laughs> now I'm afraid to <laughs> swear. Yeah. That, that right. you know You're entitled well, person that's going to sign a petition
0: saying they they got to remake this. Here's thing. here's the quote from the petition. This series deserves a final season that makes sense. Subvert my expectations and make it happen, HBO. Oh. <sighs> So I was, the, thing, the
2: thing about Benioff and Weiss, too, is, like, yes, so much, like, Jon Snow, everybody wanted to move on. But they said to Benioff and Weiss, they're like, hey, you can have as much as you want. Do whatever you want. As many more seasons as you want. And they were like, "Love eh, we'll have two. And th- this is like, we'll put a pin in this conversation for a little bit later. But my suspicions on that are now confirmed yeah. because they have the Star Wars trilogy. Mm, that's so true. they mm-hmm. had in their back pocket, they're like, no, we don't need Game of Thrones anymore. We're done <laughs> with this. We got Star Wars now.
3: All right, so let me say that um, this usually is um, spicy water, but today I've got a different beverage here, and it is the tears of every single one of these 500,000 babies! And I drink your tears like sweet champagne, dribble it down my chest and into my underloins. You fucking babies, I drink your tears crying. Send all 500,000 of them to the wall, man, every castle! Fuck all every single one of you. Now we've got the list of these idiots. You don't get to be fans of this show anymore because you
0: don't get it.
5: You know what is funny is that I don't know, because we have a new neighbor across this wall, which is uh, a the senior programming
1: guy. Yeah, yeah he's, so he's, he's from
0: higher And corporate. so he's
5: probably hearing you and thinking that you're live on the radio right
1: now. <laughs> well, he's pretty loud too, and I think some of his... Uh...
2: I do, I do, again, Fight just her. to go well, back her. with how fast this has <laughs> happened, though,
1: mm-hmm.
2: th- th- to me, this is like if we had, to compare it to Breaking Bad, like the perfect show with the perfect ending, sure. this is like if we had Walter White at the end of season two, and oh, then suddenly alert. we were Walter White season eight. Like, that's kind of what it Understood. feels like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, there there needed to be a few more beats or a few more moments or a little bit more discussion um with the nearest going nuts like, yeah, the long
0: game in previous seasons that's what I would – well said, Paul by the way, holy smokes because I'm really conflicted by this episode, okay, because go on,
3: okay,
1: why well i <laughs> I loved that last episode, I loved it, it was huge. Uh, I thought the the Danny turn is one of the greatest heel turns on t v you guys know what heel turn means, right?
4: from yes. wrestling. That's wrestling.
1: wrestling. It just means when a good guy goes bad and you don't oh, expect it. Oh, I've never heard of right? wrestling This contest. is cool. uh Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania 35. This is <laughs> Kevin Durant at the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> oh, this is my gosh. This is this is Anakin Skywalker to Darth Vader. Yep. Okay, yeah. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and it was compelling. It was great. You know, you're watching her on her dragon and then all of a sudden she just decides that she's going to go nuts. But Guys, I'm conflicted because foreshadowing is not development like you- like mm-hmm. it's not character development, it isn't, and yes, we've had foreshadowing throughout this entire series of her wanting to burn people. no, I don't think yeah. we have i like yeah we have yeah, we
0: have not oh, to, sure this, extent, have. to very, this extent though at
1: the very really? beginning of this yeah. episode,
0: she yeah. just. One of well, her most trusted short. advisors. Episode short. Season maybe. Series? Yeah.
2: I yeah. No, I don't yeah. think so. Has well, there like, been? Viserion, like season one, when Viserion gets like gold pulled on his head, yeah. poured on his head, she's just like... Yep, yeah, you're not a dragon. Dragons don't burn. That's right. Like that's her brother. Yeah, like, but I'm just seeing that as sort of like of a, her being crazy.
0: a strong, dedicated leader. And and she's always sort four, of had that goal. In season she goes
2: to Marine and crucifies all the slavers. In yes. season hasn't been five, someone... she burns all the leaders of Marine and lets not,
3: her yeah. dragons exactly. eat them. There's not a single enemy <laughs> that she encounters in this entire series who she doesn't burn or crucify. Yeah. It's think...
0: funny. Okay, here's here's my point. I'm I have I I remember all these things. I don't see those. I never saw those as like mad or crazy. Right. I saw those as her plan all the way through. These are like no, this it's is like true. collateral damage in being the good guy, in being the breaker of chains and, and, and breaking the wheel. Um, this was just, just seems to be straight out Cuckoo Nuts insanity. But, but we saw it turn. at the beginning of this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure, at the beginning like, of this episode. And no, maybe throughout the season. No, I'm just saying it all came to a head there, right? Like oh, her
1: trusted yeah. advisors. Jon yeah, Snow says, yeah. no, he doesn't want to bang anymore. It, Whatever. It is, Whatever. It he bang bang. got pissed.
3: It's <laughs> not her. It is true that this is a heel turn. She wasn't here. Although she'd murdered her way all through the series, it's true. She... Those were enemies, right? Those were people who stood in her way in obstacles. Yeah. Her last obstacle really was Cersei. So if she would have flown up, burnt down even the castle, and mm-hmm. killed Cersei, that would have been, it's true, like, within keeping in that. So this is, it's still a heel turn. She mm-hmm. did war crime and genocide, yeah. which is, it's true, not, or it hasn't been developed maybe as much as people would like. But let me say this, because this is, like, I get it. Uh, maybe it's a little sloppy and rushed. We all can agree with that. I'm, I'm sure. Okay. But the reason why that I defend this choice so much is because number one, it comes straight from George R. R. Martin. And I'm sorry, but when you're dealing with a world that he has built from nothing but his brain, that's what happens. He's the author of the story. He is, you know, it's like a magical God who just like writes into uh, existence what is. So first this comes straight from him and we must accept. If we're going to accept anything from this, you might as well write a petition saying put Ned Stark's head back on. Okay? So wait
2: are you going to accept George Lucas and his prequels then? Because that came right from his
3: magical pen. Oh boy. Oh boy. Never. <laughs> now, um, because <laughs> what's wrong there? Don't even start with me on that. Because what was wrong there was the execution uh-huh. and this execute. we cannot argue as well. This is a beautifully executed piece of art. Hugely. Okay? It t- the the crap that went into this TV show is next level. Okay, now what people are signing this petition about is the fact that she did this, I think, in the first place. And this is, I think what I wrote that essay about is because this comes from George R. R. Martin, and this was his uh, uh, idea, I think, right from the start, it is about how he wanted this to be challenging, the whole series and especially the ending. He wanted to challenge readers. He had just – when he started writing this, he was just out of TV. He was sick of being told, you know, we need happy endings and we need budget-friendly Formula. things, right? Formula, like babies who are running TV who are afraid to offend audiences. And he was like, I don't care. And I don't even need money anymore because he made money off of TV. So now I'm going to write the novel and the book that I've always wanted to read, which is on the level of Lord of the Rings, but more brutal, more complex, more challenging. So he's doing what makes sense to him, and he stayed true to that. He didn't mean it to be the biggest thing in the world. He didn't mean it to appeal to all these Big Bang Theory watchers, okay? You never know when you're writing something like that. Right, yeah. Probably didn't know. Of course you never know. But still, he doesn't care. Yeah, He wanted this to be exactly as it is and to be challenging. So now that it's happening and all these babies want to write a petition about it, that's what blows me away. And that's why this series, when it wraps up, and I don't even want to even start to theorize what's going to happen next week. However it wraps up, we've already seen this will be incredibly challenging this will stick with us we will remember this and we'll debate it and we'll talk about it for years on now we will go down in history as one of these great tv shows and whether or not you like the ending very similar to the soprano's ending which is part of its genius as well and good this is what it should be if you want ross and rachel to just get together and live happily ever after go and watch friends again on netflix and fuck you okay okay that's not this show, it never has been. What are we doing?
1: Yeah, we can't be mad at the turn, I don't think. I just want to know though, from people who have read the book. Lauren and Kirsten. Lauren is, our
2: silent partner in yeah, here. Yeah, is
1: there I, I wanna know, is there more like we they're calling it foreshadowing in the TV show that she's gonna turn mad, but is there any like anywhere there in the books that gives more character development to Danny that this is gonna happen down the line?
2: I don't think so. But I mean, the books are really far behind where we are now in the in the TV program. Like, it's hard to even compare them because there's so many other things and characters. And like, I'm pretty sure that she has just um, she's just in Marine, isn't she?
4: Yeah, I think so. And I think in the books, you just you kind of see her internal struggle a little bit more. I think she's still like her lost child and and Haldrogo. Like she's that's still a big part of her life i think or like what she she's very reminiscent still in the books and i don't think they play into that quite as much in this series i
2: think maybe like when we read the books when finally winds of winter comes out um i think that we're gonna have more like internal dialogue and more of her like what's going on that we can't really see you can't really like this isn't a show that needs a narrator so i feel like it'll come out but it's just not there yet in the books they're Anywhere near that.
1: And the question I have, that's not like, obviously, you can't defend the show with that, saying, oh, there was more foreshadowing the book or anything. But Mm. I was just wondering if, like, the book had more foreshadowing, more character development for her.
3: Right. Right. I'm quite uh, jealous now at this point of people, and my sister is one of these people. She was on the books before the TV show came out, and uh, she decided when the uh, show surpassed the books that she was not going to watch the show anymore. She wanted to experience first through the books. And I laughed at her and I said, good luck. How are you going to avoid spoilers? How are you going to avoid memes? It's ubiquitous in our culture. Like, how do you do this? And to, as much as I know, I should reach out to her, but not to this podcast because I don't want her to listen to me swear. <laughs> um, I, I think she's successfully done that. And I'm so jealous right now because it's true. The books will flesh it out. It will make more sense. It will be more satisfying. It will uh, will get there. It'll feel earned. It'll take its time as the books always have and it'll be so good. And then when she goes and watches the TV show, she can be like, "Yeah, it was there it is. It's all there. Wow. It's all it's all right there for you." And and uh and I'm and you know, it's like it'll be the You know, like, when you're watching The Lord of the Rings, and they don't do the scouring of the Shire, but you know about it?
2: I hated that.
3: I know, but for most people, myself included, I'm just like... No,
2: that was the stupidest decision ever. That was so dumb. Like, the whole thing is, like, Frodo, they're going to go save the flippin' world, (laughs) and they're bringing the ring to Mordor, and the whole thing is that they get back to the Shire, and it's destroyed and untouched. Like, Sauron, it didn't didn't stop he went he was going to destroy the world he was on the brink of freaking getting the shot like and so it's burned and it's scoured and everyone's dead and it's horrible and it's a sad ending because if yeah yeah,
5: if you just watch the movies and you'd be (laughs) like oh the whole time i would have just stayed in the shire because that seemed like the safest place (laughs)
2: Like, oh the world's fine
1: yeah Yeah. just stay in the shire i like that i like that as a Reader first before I watched Lord of the Rings. I was like, it was like a special treat for the reader. It
2: was not a special treat. I got the book. (laughs) It was fantastic. I was like, I I love that they don't get this. I was so excited for them to go back to the Shire and it just be destroyed. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) It it was so good. Like, I just felt like that added so much to it. It was a nice twist,
3: for sure. And how the Shire was like divided. I loved it. I loved it. Well, so we'll say this is... uh,
2: Rosie Cotton was just waiting there for Sam Gamgee's dick. That's not a
3: swear. Okay. Whoa. All right. in, what, in the movie? In the movie show? She was. Yeah, it's true. She was just like, oh, hey, Sam. You
2: want you want this pint that we have now? Cool. What yeah. have you been up to for the last 10 years? Give me right. that hobbit dick. Oh, what? You, you right. threw a it's
3: ring at some down. Fire? Yeah, okay. okay. So. Settle <laughs> down. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, it's interesting that you bring it up and yell about it. Because uh, that's the other thing Martin has said, too. And that's the only thing that I will kind of, in advance of the finale, say is that um scouring of the shire is also his favorite part of lord of the rings um he loves that it, uh like you say kirsten shows that war touches every part of the entire world when it happens to that level and that it ends that entire series on a very bittersweet note he like i when i read the books when he first read them, he said that like he was like why is this here right it's like the war is over this this the book is done this shouldn't shouldn't be here
0: but as he
3: read it more, he grew to appreciate it as the best thing. That is
2: so weird. I love that part.
0: Yeah. Because- well, it sounds like it served as good, uh, good inspiration for uh, George R. R. Martin, too. Yeah, and that's what it was. I just want
2: to say, too, um, back in season two when Danny was in the Red Keep, she has that vision, right? And everyone's thought for the longest time that it's this vision that she's walking up on the Iron Throne and that it's snowing, it's snowing right? Yeah. And that, the, the oh, winter was there. And so I kind of like that this whole time we thought Winter was going to come down there, but really I think we're going to find out on Sunday that that's the ashes, right? Yep. Not snow, it's ashes that have fallen on the city, which I love. Incredible, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm not, you know, as much as I would have wanted a bit more foreshadowing of it, I absolutely loved this episode. I thought it was a lot easier to follow than the giant battle of, uh, of previous darkness episodes. And um, yeah, just expertly done a little bit a little bit of like a little bit a lot of you know the the ash thrown in front of the camera i thought that happened a lot and mm-hmm. and the uh, the the debris falling from the, the cinematography ceiling. in that last yeah. episode was just
2: that clagore ge- like oh that, that man whole
0: scene was just to see so that happen, good
1: oh. that reminded me of the earl flynn robin hood man mm-hmm. that's what it reminded me of my favorite movie
3: i think that was maybe the uh, you know i was like as much of the whole <clears throat> the whole episode was huge um it was also challenging to watch because you were in real time like this thing was happening that you couldn't quite fathom. Uh, but I what I did like about Klagane Bowl is that that was intermingled in there. One thing that you did see coming a mile away, mm-hmm. you could, you was yep. like set up for seasons, and there it was, even more satisfying than you could have even imagined. I, like, for whatever reason in my head, pictured Klagane Bowl to be happening in like just a flat place like, like a bowl. the Sonia Bowl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Dragon Pit like is what I thought. Right? Sure. Yeah. I yeah. And I thought it was, or the place where even, the... Uh, um, uh, Prince Martel, right? Sure. And uh, The but, Mountain Right,
1: Nice callback to that episode, totally. too. Yeah. But so that's Ross good. and Rachel that's getting married. That's move. convenient. Yes. That's, that's not
3: challenging. It's
2: smushing people's eyes.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
3: That's his move. He likes it. So for it to be where it was and how it was is just... So next level. Good job on
5: well, Even the, like the mountains just kind of disobey in order. Yeah. He's like, oh, fucking, yeah. I'm getting this guy.
0: I'll tell yeah. you, that was probably the lar- the largest shock for me was Kyburn's instant death. Oh, was oh so my good. God. Done. That was so good. good. I um uh, not not sadistically, but just out of surprise, I watched that a couple times and I'm just like, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> He's that's it. Same. He's done. Okay. Yeah. Well that's that. Uh, with- you- Sorry, go ahead.
2: you might have the same question. What did you guys think of uh, Jamie and Euron?
0: Uh yeah. yeah. I I,
5: it was one. funny, cause I was like, I was as soon as Jamie comes up and Euron comes around behind him, I was like, ah, oh, this fucking guy. Right. Yes. Which I think I've said that every <laughs> right. time he comes on screen.
2: Yep. I like how, like, Danny finally was like, oh, yeah, I have a dragon. I can go around the boats and set them on fire, which yeah. she could have done when she had two right. dragons.
0: Thank okay, you for being two, two episodes late on the smartest tactical moves like, ever. Wait. Come on.
2: And then, like, the whole Iron Fleet, gone. And then Euron, yeah, is the only one the that only survives one. and conveniently washes up on the same shore <laughs> as I Jamie. And I was,
5: I was not... With a
2: sword? Where, how did he not sink anyway. I was
5: also not 100% satisfied with his death cuz he went out like a fucking douchebag. He's yeah. like I killed Jamie Lannister. Yeah, I'm like, a- "Oh, you fucker, you had
2: is you that just his this whole arc now? Like he was just like he wanted to bang Cersei and kill Jamie and like, killed where the King, did that pretty much. Yeah.
3: I, that was though because in previous season there is like a a scene where Euron and Jamie are like chirping each other in the throne but Jamie
5: room.
1: barely knew who the guy was. I know.
3: Yeah, like, really I, I wanted Jamie to be
5: like, "Who the fuck are you again?" Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The convenience of like the power of the dragon to kind of—I don't get it. Yeah. Like, how come she didn't use the dragon to that ability in past episodes? All of a sudden, you know, like, oh, we got to take out Winterfell or take out King's Landing. Let's just uh, make the. Dragon, all powerful. It right? did seem That's like she problem. fed
0: Drogon a lot of extra yeah. salad before this yeah. one. it <laughs> yeah, yeah. was like that was an unending fuel tank of flames. And where did all that come from? That was yeah. a nonstop. Yeah, are dragon. they starving? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they don't eat up in the north. He did look a little skinny, though.
3: I did like yeah. uh,
5: how after all of that, like build up, the Golden Company and Harry oh, Strickland yeah. were just cannon fodder. Crazy, <laughs> yeah. yeah, amazing. That was all they were.
3: This um, is another thing um, I'll say about like Cersei's death because I've heard some criticism of Cersei's death not being satisfying enough. Because I guess, you know, again, these Ross and Rachel types really wanted, uh, who, Aria You've been a lot of Friends lately. Like, yeah, anyway. what's going on? No, I don't like that show. Um, I'm a Seinfeld guy. Um, and this show <laughs> is the Seinfeld of sci-fi, by the way, or of fantasy. because yeah. like when Cersei died, and went like... No learning, no hugging, no one gets together. It's devastating.
2: Speaking of bad endings, too. Oh, interesting. It's going to be the Seinfeld of sci-fi.
3: So Cersei... The way that she uh, dies, people are not satisfied enough with it. But I think what this season has done, both with both of its main villains and the kind of way that they are snuffed out pretty quickly, um, and I was certainly satisfied with Cersei's death. I I theorized forever that Jaime was going to be the one to do it, but I was happy that they died together. I thought that was interesting. I thought that for her showing, you know, for being such a bitch for so long and then showing this vulnerability and dying powerless in Jamie's arms was, like, kind of nice. And, like, I know we're supposed to hate Cersei, but she was in a shitty situation from kind of day one. She's doing the best she can um, just because she is incestuous. Uh, oh, okay. But what I'll say That's here is <laughs> those two villains not being the big, like, thing we must defeat also – uh, is totally plays into what George R. R. Martin has always said is that he doesn't really care so much about the conflict between good and evil, outward in the world, versus he's much more interested in the conflict of good and evil between one person's own heart. Mm. And nowhere, again, was that better seen than in Daenerys's face and great acting, Emilia Clarke, when she makes when she's hearing the bells, oh, yes. and she makes the decision. I am going to fuck this shit up, yeah. right? So when everyone else wants Cersei and, what, Daenerys to sword fight each other for King's Landing, the more interesting thing and the thing he has written about from day one is that internal struggle,
0: and that's better. Because li- life is like that. Life doesn't always mean the big villain gets the big ending or the big hero gets the big win. Mm-hmm. Stuff just happens, mm-hmm. and suddenly a ceiling falls in on you, or suddenly you go crazy and blow up an entire village. That's so why
1: Breaking Bad, so good. Yeah. yeah,
0: I I I I like the unpredictability of that. And it just sounds weird to say, but it reminds me of British television. Like you just don't see a lot of that coming. They'll kill off your main character in episode 3 and bye-bye, they're gone. So I I loved it.
2: I don't think that Jamie and Cersei are dead. I think one of them's alive. There's Whoa, some, what? I've, yeah.
0: I've heard that speculation I don't too. think
2: that they're both dead. I think maybe Jamie is dead. <laughs> he did get stabbed a couple of times. Right. Um he's he, we have nothing else to do with him. I think that maybe Cersei is still alive. And not to say, like, to ruin your theory of, like, that we need a conclusion for her and we mm. need her to fight Daenerys, but I, I think that she might get away. I think she might make it out. I think that boat that Tyrion sent <laughs> is going to be there, oh, and um, I think that she's going to sail off into freedom and, and live and have her little incest baby.
1: Uh, wow. Yeah. Okay, with the f- finale coming up here, if you could get one thing in this next episode, what
0: would it be? Let's go around the... Room here, the
2: scouring of the Shire, wow.
0: easy, you'll get easy. it. Hey. Yeah, you'll get it in this episode. <laughs> Is that it? Is that your answer, Kristen?
2: Yeah, for now,
3: Paul. Um, I don't know, and that's what I really love about it. I uh complained, I think, even just as recently as last week, that uh, these last <clears throat> two episodes were really gonna have to redeem the entire sloppiness and the rushed feeling of the uh, uh, preceding two seasons, really. Um, and it has so far, it has. Um, I feel redeemed. I feel it was epic on a really great scale for all the reasons I've already screamed about. I think it was appropriate, and it is, in a brutal, complex, challenging way, satisfying. Um, And the thing I like best about it is that I cannot even theorize. You've got our uh, Deadpool list, Brian. I know mine is fucked. It's completely out the Mm, window. and. I love it. I won't win the toony put bet or whatever it is, but that's what I love way more and is so much more valuable to me is that I, don't, I have no idea what's going to happen in this next episode.
2: I really hope someone wrote down a pile of rocks for who, who's going uh, to kill Cersei. Uh, I, I,
3: well, I just want to see
5: Bran do something useful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I heard
2: a good theory. I, I don't like, know if
5: he's the horse.
2: Okay.
3: He's not the horse. <laughs> I, I thought that was a the good theory. He the horse. was the horse.
2: I thought that was a good theory. I, yeah, Art was telling me that Thank he you, thought person. maybe he warged into the horse. <laughs>
1: I don't know. Not a bad theory. He's been pretty useless for you the rest of He should have warged
5: into the dragon and been like, no, I'm yeah. not going to spit fire anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I only <laughs> want one
1: thing to happen, guys. Okay, I want right. Jon Snow versus Grey Worm. Oh, and I want hey. John Snow to cut his head off. That's what I want. That's crazy. That's man. the only I want in this last episode. Gray Worm
5: was still suffering from post-traumatic stress of seeing his girlfriend's
0: head being cut Yeah, he's yeah. not irredeemable at this point, but he he made some bad choices. He's, he's a bad guy now. He made he some did, war crimes. He, did he do the heel turn? He killed soldiers.
2: Yeah, he did. Yeah. He kept on. And Johnstone yeah. was like, stop. And Gray Worm was like, ever,
0: ever loyal Gray Worm. He it's coming, smashed, guys, yeah. and I can't wait for it. Myself, I just want Arya not to die. I don't know if she's, ha- I think she's had her hero moment. I don't know if she'll have another hero moment, but I, um, the development of her character from episode one has been, has been great. Little little bit convenient of, of her living through all this crap in the, in the cities um, in the last episode. But She's
2: the only one that survived. Great ending.
0: <laughs> well, great. If Sam can survive the horse. Battle of Winterfell, right? why can't Absolutely. Arya survive this? So yeah, I just, I just want Arya to make it through to the end. <laughs> I would love to see her do a face thing again. Yeah, I think and that- I was. There were two points in this ep- this past episode where I was expecting it to suddenly be Aria, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah, so. I
2: think that face thing is is done. There, we have somebody in our our. Pod uh Facebook pod group Rob he keeps on saying, I wanted Arya to wear someone's face. I'm like, I think that's done. I think I she did it. She that there, that whole But it's a transferable skill, like, but man, you, she can still do it.
5: When her and the hound were walking through King's Landing, all I could hear in my head is the Avengers theme. I thought it was like, Holy uh, shit! Uh, <laughs> holy shit, look at them walking so badass.
2: <laughs> Lauren, I mean I wanna know what Lauren wants yeah, in the Lauren.
4: last episode. I would like Jon Snow not to be the hero actually. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I yeah. think I if there is a man and specifically Jon Snow that like swoops in and saves the day and plays the hero, I'm so sick of that narrative. Yes. So, you know, whether it's Arya or Sansa or Daenerys even like if she somehow, I don't know how she can redeem herself, mm-hmm. but just like don't don't follow that kind of typical you know, here comes our big brave man to make everything right again. Then think, I'll find some satisfaction. I think that's
2: why a lot of people too, maybe not all half a million people, but I think that's why a lot of people were upset about Daenerys's heel turn because they were like, "Well, the hero is a woman, and this narrative is great." And you know, and so I think uh, it still had me people... though.
3: Like, I, yeah. I still
5: have a lot of faith in Arya,
3: Arya, and yeah. Sansa yeah, as and well. Sansa, yeah, mm-hmm. um, I, I think I, um, I said this like once again. You know, it's really hard and I, I'll be less harsh on these types of fans, but they put a lot of uh, modern political allegories to this story. So the White Walkers, I think I've even said it on this podcast, the White Walkers are climate change. I don't know that they were because I don't think we just stab climate change in the heart and it all goes away. Um, likewise, uh, Daenerys is not Hillary Clinton or Elizabeth Warren Wait, or Kamala Harris who, or whoever who, else. Who thought this? People are. and this the is same The same people that signed that Dude, fucking George, petition. Yes, many Martin of them
2: started re- writing these books in like the
3: 1990s. But there is the criticism that this is an allegory and people are thinking it's an allegory for modern political times. But
4: I... Putting that on there. I can kind of see where they're getting at in the sense that, okay, like maybe climate... Ch- or White Walkers' climate change is a bit of a stretch, but mm-hmm. it did take everyone coming together, aside from Cersei. Right. Um, everyone coming together to overcome this this challenge or this common threat... Whereas now, what's really going to destroy everyone is is each other. Mm-hmm. So, That's... I can kind of see where, I mean, climate change, we do have to, as a, as humanity, figure yeah. it out.
3: That was Ali Bowman's point when we watched it exactly. on Sunday Thanks, together. Thanks, Allie. Good one. Um, yeah, she said that, <laughs> yeah, even though there was a supernatural threat, as always, the real evil is the human beings, which is an interesting one. Um, yeah, I, I think that there are some, obviously, parallels there between climate change and, and some, if you want to make some allegories here and there, but... At the end of the day, Martin really did not do that with 2019 specific political times and motivations when he wrote this. He was just trying to write the best sci-fi or sorry fantasy novel he could for all time, in the way that Tolkien
0: wrote *Lord of the Rings*, which still is relevant today, as it was post World War One. People will always imprint their own, you know, their own Mm -hmm. fears and their own politics onto something to help process it, to help make make sense to them.
3: So I understand why that's disappointing. If you have attached, you know, strong female leadership in the real world to Daenerys. Uh, that's hard. I know that is a tough one. It's to swallow. a TV
2: show on HBO. Like, what are
3: you guys yeah, doing? It's
2: not you go you go watch Veep or something like it's a couple hours
5: after. Yeah, yeah. It's
2: a fa- like, I don't know. I know. It doesn't have to have this deeper meaning. It is entertainment at the end of the day. Like, it's an escape you know, and, and I'm not saying like allegories or anything are, are a, a bad thing, but this is not this. It's not yeah. George R. Martin did not write that. It's that's not what it is. Why are right. you attaching this stuff? Okay. And I've changed my mind about what I wanted.
3: Sauron, yeah. just like Sauron isn't Hitler. And I'm sorry to keep going back and comparing to Lord of the Rings, but now in the end, here it is interesting to see the parallels. Um, and what yes. I'll say to Lawrence thing too is I agree. I don't think Jon Snow should come in there and be the hero. And I think that. I think For some people, he has been set up as the, like, Aragorn wise king who is going to no, take man, it all at the end. Aragorn
2: wanted it the whole – well, until he well, kind of – but, like, after the, the, the return of the king or after uh, Two Towers, he right. wanted it. But, like, Jon Snow has always been the unlikely person that doesn't want, do not want, don't give me another, another title. That's right. So I don't think he's going to be, like, the big hero and he's going to swoop in and save the day. Like, he is he, – he doesn't want –
3: that? No, he is the Frodo. He is the reluctant hero who... No, this mm, is a Samwise Gamgee.
2: He's got a Sam, right? There's go- the parallels there.
3: And he's going to have, uh, hopefully, maybe a victory, but likely a bittersweet one that uh, ends up seeing him... Oh, he's
2: totally Samwise Leaving Gamgee. the kingdom. He's not Frodo. And- he's Samwise.
0: Okay, Kirsten, tell us the thing that you want for oh, from yeah, last okay. episode. My
2: last episode thing mm. that I want is that I want um, uh, the last shot to be North of the Wall, and I want it to be Torment Giant Spain, and I want him to be giving Ghost a big old pat. Say, <laughs> oh, good boy, Ghost! Give him a job. belly rub. Spend all those three D
0: CG, uh, yep. spend all those CG and um, then the well, dollars, the
2: and then it can start the the new Torment and Ghost TV. show
0: <laughs> 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 It's Torment and Ghost. Sorry, ends.
2: I
5: totally forgot um to mention this right around because i think this happened right, right around the beginning but uh i didn't think that uh varus's execution and death would affect me as much as it, it did, did it yeah because like i thought it was like ah oh, he's gonna die he's kind of a nothing character but fucking he went out for a guy yeah. with no balls he had balls. Yeah. He, <laughs> he tried to poison her did you notice that no in the beginning of the episode
2: he was talking to the he's talking girl. to the, the girl the and
5: she's like she won't eat and he's like, "The girl is that said, what that was?" Thank you. The girl is so said, cool. "Yeah, the, all the guards are watching me." And he's just like, "Well, the the biggest risks back. have the biggest rewards." And oh. then back to the kitchens with you, brilliant. Yeah. That's exactly what he's. But was I was like, wow. "Fucking
0: right, Varys." Yeah. like you
5: know, he's trying to take matters into his own
0: hands for the good of for the people. realm. Absolutely. Yeah, hmm? I what? wasn't
2: happy with his death though.
0: Okay. Uh, it it yeah.
2: was just it just it it was just frustrating because it was like, oh, Tyrion told him about. About uh, that John Snow, his his lineage or whatever, and then the next episode, Tyrion's telling Daenerys, "Oh shit, sorry, I I told him, and and now we have to kill him." Like it was just like telephone. It was I was stupid. I, don't
4: think I was want cool. to know who Varys was writing letters to, though. Like, like do you think there's like something that's going to come from that? Where yeah. I mean, they may, they were very. Yeah, particular with that scene where he's writing to someone. And, and then,
5: did he? So the last Sansa. ones before before the Unsullied came and got him, he burned. Yeah, but he then, did, burned. Did but then, he send off any other I ones? Think he must I don't know. know. I think yeah. he he and then to who? Because like everybody else is.
4: Asha? Asha? or is it Aasha?
5: But Asha the Sansa
3: knows. Well, but
4: is, it but is it Asha?
3: This is a rushed Yara. thing Yara. Yeah. Yara. that again hasn't been fleshed out, and it actually is. Uh, is really like made clear in the uh, new opening, right? All we do is see Winterfell and King's Landing. Mm -hmm. The rest of the entire Seven Kingdoms exist, and maybe there is a power vacuum, but there are people in charge that have taken by hook or by crook the castles and declared themselves the new lords over these lands... That whoever comes out on top is going to have to work with. That's exactly who Varys was writing these letters to. It's very similar to Ned Stark. He only wrote, I think, to Stannis to let him know about Joffrey. Right. And then Stannis was the one, and then Ned died, obviously. Stannis is the one who sent out a letter. There's like a really specific scene in episode two. He's drafting the letter, telling everybody joffrey is an incest baby and so it's likely that varus was uh before he died telling everyone he
0: possibly could about this it's just like writing the papers he the master of whispers he if anybody else is going to know who is going to be Mm -hmm. able to disseminate this information the quickest and farthest and i'm sure and i i because we saw him writing what appeared to be a second letter Mm -hmm. i am fully presuming that he got at least one of those dispatches out and yeah Again, I don't know how we're going to cover it in one episode, but yeah, I'd love to think that that cuts somewhere important. I just
2: want to say one more thing about this episode, is uh, about Jamie's death and the whole Jamie and Brienne thing. Mm. Like, that was useless!
0: Totally. yeah.
2: It just, like, devalued her entire arc, her becoming a knight, everything, like, just for her to have, like, one or two... (laughs) Nightstand, <laughs> lay down, kissing scene, <laughs> 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 and, and then just for Jamie to leave and her be crying in her bathrobe, just to be going back to Cersei and crush like that was. What was the
3: point? At best, like, it was sloppy, shitty fan service. It was, it was right? awful. People wanted to see them get together, but guess what? Don't give them that. Okay, wait. Because it's stupid. But I will say too, I am I am easing up on my madness about that scene only because um, Bran really does love intensely. And do you remember when Renly died? Like, she was in love with Renly because he was nice to her when she was a kid and she danced, or he danced with her at some dance, some so whatever. So Jamie said one
2: nice thing to Brienne and then he was like, "She was like, yeah, sure, you want to do it. And then Jamie was like, let's drink some more before we do this. I need to drink. Like, <sighs> Even worse, he's like, oh, it's
5: so hot in here. Oh, I think yeah, I'm going to take so my bad. shirt off. Okay, I
2: changed my bad. mind again about what I want. I now want Tormund. <laughs> and brian <laughs> and ghost north of the wall yes. it's torment yes.
0: and brian and ghost yeah they're friends yeah, i love that too. nice what else are we going to talk about for game of thrones because holy smokes kids we've got an hour or so on this
3: what else can we
0: great like can we move on to something else <laughs> yes, we? we'll cover off at, a couple we're other we're quick topics to maybe luck
2: at brian's house again and everybody's bringing food and the theme that uh lauren yeah. and i came up with was last meals
0: yeah we're yeah. making what we would want for our last meal yeah, so it's kind of brilliant um yes, le- uh, quick quick aside onto a weird twist with the Avatar sequels which I thought we would never talk about again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my bye. Bye. bye Lauren bye. Thanks uh, but, uh, The weird
5: twist Is that somebody Ordered the flashlight What Oh no, no I listened no, last quiet. week <laughs> I listened
3: <laughs> They're pricey I the, did not Stop understand. Okay that's enough that's uh, a, like, Jermaine uh, Clement I Jermaine, Jermaine I mean, really Stop Oh my okay. god But like why I will I say It's like <sighs> that
5: movie Zack and Miri Make a porno It's like fucking A flashlight
0: That's all it is I gotta get a hold Of this fuck Jermaine Clement From Flight of the Concords Has been cast In James Cameron's Avatar sequels That's all we know no, I think that's all we need to know. Really strange. Don't get it. I still don't care. Well, what's the cast yeah. coming back, right? you got Zoe,
1: Saldana, Sam Worthington, and this guy, I guess. <laughs> that's all I know. I like it.
5: Isn't the guy that played the bad guy, like the sergeant or whatever, he's coming back to somehow?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they better have one hell of a story because four, four more movies, like... What's going on in James Cameron's head? And That's one, what I want. One to
0: underwater too, apparently. Yeah. Well, they got yeah. something fleshed out because they know the the, the name <laughs> of the character.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you didn't mean <laughs> to! said that. Now we're all thinking about
0: I hate all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up.
1: Shut purpose. up. Oh god, I hate you. Guys. James Cameron doesn't make really ba- any bad movies, so it's I. Something's gonna. Something good's gonna come, and Paul's gonna go see it,
3: even though he hates it. So, I. I'm excited in this uh, post-end game world that now you and I, Art, have something to fight about. <laughs> yeah. Because you are staunchly, even though you could make only a half a point about it last week, <laughs> love Avatar for That's some all reason. The time you gave me. Paul. Even though I dismantled it quite <laughs> successfully. So uh, I'm, I'm, now I'm stoked about Avatar. You know what? I'm lessening my position because I can't wait to fight
0: about it with Art. Yes. And robbery. I love Jermaine
3: Clement. What's he doing?
0: Yeah, they are, they, we know he's got a name. It's it's the marine biologist, Dr. Ian Garvin. That's, they, they, so he's got a character, so they've got something figured out. For the underwater, uh, maybe. Yeah, probably. But yeah, that's all there is about that. Um, quick uh, talk about this clip that we saw of the Prince Ali song from the new Aladdin movie. Prince
3: Ali, fabulous, he, Ali, Ababwa. Show some respect, boy, genuine down on one knee.
0: Will Smith and the world-class menagerie and all the people in the, the reinterpretation of this song. What are our thoughts on that one? People are not liking this.
5: It's funny because like I I saw his clip on Jimmy Fallon where he was talking about remaking friend like me and using like the the drum beat from the hip hop song impeach, impeach the president. Yeah, and he did it and he did right. it in a rap and I was like, oh cool, he's gonna put his own like Will Smith kind of yeah. twist on it. And then I saw this. I was like,
2: oh yeah. man! <laughs> no. Nope. The, the thing about this song, like Prince yeah, Ali, yeah. is like the ultimate hype man song. Like it's like yeah. here he is. This is Prince Ali. He is like the most best person ever. Like don't you want to do him? And it, Will Smith. do is that Yeah. The the I almost missed that. Yeah. I
3: almost
0: and then
2: west. and then Will Smith's version is like, hey. <laughs>
0: Here he is. This
2: is my friend. His name's well, Ali. And that's kind of the... Uh, yeah, I don't know. We were getting, you, could, we, you could maybe go on a date once. When when, uh, when Caleb was on
5: our pod like many, many, many moons ago, yeah. he was talking about this with regards to the animation versus you know live action, right? And he was talking about this with regards to The Lion King in that you have these songs in Disney movies, in these classic Disney animations that have huge like grandiose, um, you know, uh, uh, cartoonish things that are happening within the song. Uh, so he was talking about "Can't Wait to Be King," whereas like you see, the the animals basically go from like kind of real-ish looking animals to very cartoonish. <laughs> they turn into totally. like a
2: fountain. It's yeah. Awesome.
5: yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it, How are they going to do that in well, realistic this, CG? The thing, the thing with this with um, Prince Ali, you have the genie singing and turning into a goat and turning into these yeah, uh, given characters, yeah. and it's so fast paced and fast moving will smith can't do that in live action yep. He can he can mimic a concert a will smith a french prince concert that's maybe <laughs> happening but again that's not going to be as energetic as an animated you know but animated version of guy
2: richie could have just put some like cuts in there like some fast cuts like that, yeah so it's like this slow pan in of a parade it seriously
5: <laughs> looks like a disney parade right
1: <laughs> yeah good call Yeah, it feels like the
0: tone needs to be different. It needs to be like more
2: like woo, like fun, like excitement, not.
0: Even though there's obviously a ton of stuff and resources that that went into it, yeah, not being received very well on the internet. Um, But thank you, this movie. Yeah,
2: no, I'm excited for it still. I'm I'm still going to go see it. Eh.
0: Um, uh, But thank you, Kirsten, so
3: much for again because I consider myself quite a good wingman. So Art, next time I'm trying to get you and Caleb some action out on the town. What is the line again? Don't you, don't wanna you do want to do him?
2: Don't you want to do him? I don't know something like that. Don't
0: you want to do him? I don't know. This
2: gold, I can't repeat it. <laughs> twice. That's,
0: that's, Good thing we've recorded it. Yeah. <laughs> when did John Horgan make, meet George Decay and and do the live long and prosper sign with him? Because he posted this very recently on his Facebook, and this is like the eighteenth thing that we've seen our premier of BC do. That just shows shine, shines the geek spotlight on this guy.
5: How are we doing, Art? I'm getting him in up on the podcast. Yeah. Are you working on that?
0: Working
1: on it, but you know what? He's off to all these Comic Cons, and you know, going in the back, the back way, using his power. That's what our premier is wow. doing, really. Right? No
0: kidding. No, kidding. he's not actually ruling BC. You know? <laughs> he's just getting using his political power to get an in for backstage yeah. at cons. He's
2: like in Darth Vader cosplay. Nobody knows it's him. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: <can't have> <laughs> Yeah, we should try and get this guy on. He seriously loves
0: his uh, Star Trek. You heard it here first. Art Aronson will make it happen. Maybe we'll see. Yeah,
2: and I don't know why George Takei was in town. Um, Jason Lamb from The Morning Zone actually tagged us, the Geek Out pod, in um, a post that George Takei put up of him having high tea at the Empress a couple weeks ago. Yeah, random, so right? So I, I don't know why he was here, but he had high tea at the Empress and then got the Live Long and Prosper signed at him by John Horgan.
3: These are questions that need answering <laughs> yeah, from the Art. premier himself. are like, I don't expect he's going to sit down for an hour and yell, fuck his eyes with us, but <laughs> <laughs> it would be great to get him on for a quick chat interview. ask him about phone? Avatar fleshlight. You can ask him
2: you can ask God, why you so Sulu, Sulu wasn't his favorite captain.
1: So when he's getting asked for all these year end interviews and stuff, mm-hmm. maybe I can get him for, you know, something fun like this. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. 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 That guy doesn't want
3: to talk about light rail and uh yeah. Yeah. T- affordable health care and child support again. He's Tankers like it. and all that crush. No, he needs
2: one like light podcast. Like it's uh when uh Bill Clinton went and played the saxophone on TV. Right, or right.
3: Like when Obama said the N-word on Mark Maron's podcast.
0: Wow. Woo-hoo.
5: The only thing that I'd be nervous about is if he was talking about, like, Game of Thrones and Danny burning all those people and he'd <laughs> be like, that was fair. You
0: know?
1: <laughs> I <see> that. What? <laughs> I <kinda like> that. <laughs> That's a real ruler right there.
0: <laughs> any, uh, any interest in a new CW series about Batwoman? We, we had, like, what, a 10-second trailer <laughs> Of uh, the slow pan up to to the the red hair and the billowing cape, and she turns and looks at the camera, and then logo, and that's all we know. I think that was kind of the problem with what I saw there. Like I was like the okay. whole thing.
1: <laughs> no, I was just like, okay, I kind of want to see what's underneath that cape. That's it. Sorry, that's all I cared about uh, watching buy that. Buy a Boy.
5: flashlight,
1: yeah. art. <laughs> <laughs> Every episode, um,
3: art does it for everything. Jesus Christ, <laughs> everyone. I'm so glad. Ring the bell. Tell um, me I'm wrong. <laughs> what? I didn't see the clips. So I don't even know what you're talking
5: well, about. It's Ruby Rose playing Batwoman. So, uh, is and she's going to play, because Ruby Rose is a lesbian, and she's going to play Batwoman as if, as if Batwoman was a lesbian. That's that so? Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. See, was, I didn't it, know it that going in, deal. so. Um, <laughs> Ruby Rose, know, What was the last thing I saw her on was like...
2: Orange is the New Black.
5: Well, I guess that I was I was going to say Triple X. Not uh, a triple X. X movie. No, like People the Vin Diesel watched that movie? movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was funny because she was one of the triple Xs, and they're all fucked, and they're like, "Oh no, we're our backs to the wall." And then all of a sudden, Ice Cube comes in and like helps them. Is like, "Remember when I was a triple
0: X?" <laughs> <laughs>
1: and um, and I just want to go back in my comment there. Okay, all I'm saying is a problem with that teaser was all I cared about was the sexualization of that character because uh, it was sort of shot that way, right? That's what I it meant. just sort of object- a yeah. yeah to find
3: woke. the uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> turn that around yeah. Um, yeah i want this to be good for ruby rose because she's a neat person and uh that's cool to have like a the star of a show like this to be um uh, gay like you say like that but um i don't know man cw It's the reason i didn't watch um what's that show uh gotham, gotham or whatever gotham. yeah it's just like I don't want these characters on the small screen and with a small screen budget. Sorry, I never do, and you're doing it a disservice. You want to make a Batwoman movie and it be really good, as good as something from Christopher Nolan? Well, cast her in that and let her have at it. Well, the CW then- been,
1: has been very, very uh, successful with these shows, right? So, like, going back to Smallville oh, and, right. then, and then going to uh, Arrow. Right? Mm-hmm. Those yeah, you know people what? really love those shows. Arrow was
0: a pretty fantastic show, and but they, you're right; they've done a lot. You know, Flash and Supergirl, and um, all all the. So I guess they can't all be winners, though.
3: The other thing I'm going to say is superhero fatigue, and I'm sorry, but like I've been just suffering from it for a couple of years now, and so you know I've abandoned the DC universe fully because like, I've only
0: taken so much.
3: Yeah, I've yeah. really you know Marvel has won this battle for my heart and soul. I'm sorry, like they. I had done it to a level where I am happy to uh, invest my energy into watching that, and um, I know we got a podcast here to do and everything, boys. But sorry, <laughs> I'm not going to, and Kirsten, I'm not going to uh, watch this show. No,
0: no good. That's fair. Um, we have tried to do this for many, many weeks. Let's have a quick reviews and uh, recommendations. Um, Kirsten and I separately, uh, although we attempted to to coordinate our times, we saw Pokemon Detective Pikachu. <laughs> Um, anybody else? Nobody else seen it. Anybody else here? Did Caleb go
3: with you too? No. Ah, oh, dang. He is so like stalwart. He's like the biggest hero of this. He thinks it's going to be the biggest movie of the year. Wait, Little Pokemon fight?
0: Detective Pikachu. Did he watch yeah.
3: Endgame already? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he he said so, he was going to watch what?
3: Detective Pikachu before Endgame. <laughs> I almost. I thought out. you were going to take I him Endgame. drove off the road Holy when I heard smokes. him say that. <laughs> Good for him. I, he loves Pikachu. That's so nice. I love that about Caleb. What'd you think, Kirsten?
2: I liked it. Um, I Johnny um, rightly decided not to come. He's not a Pokemon fan at oh. all never was into it doesn't really know anything about it. Um, and I think that's the right decision. I think if if you were never into Pokemon you 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 could still enjoy this movie but I just got so much enjoyment out of seeing all the Pokemon just like in the background like there was like birds flying There's But of course so the birds were Pidgeys. Oh, right. Um and it so like just so many things going on periphery peripherally. peripherally. In this eyes um, that were just so good, and I just loved. And Ryan Reynolds did a phenomenal job of Pikachu. Definitely, Pikachu was so cute. Oh, and when yeah. he first came on the screen, like you know the <laughs> teaser trailer where he first meets Pikachu. Yeah, that is the moment that you first see Pikachu. Cute. And even though people had seen that moment before, everyone in the theater was. Aww. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> happened in my showing too. Yeah,
2: it is adorable. Um, yeah, no, I really, I really enjoyed it. Go uh, see a matinee of it
3: two things you mentioned the periphery of the movie oh there's so much detail that's and that's awesome i love that attention to detail how is if you focus up on what is really going on in the movie how's the plot and the characters justice
2: smith is a phenomenal actor like i loved him he was so good he had a great character um the the chick that's in it i did not like I don't know her name. Yeah. She just, uh, she played it a little bit too, like, noir. like um, That's
0: a good way to put and,
2: it. And I just didn't like it. Like, she she, she wasn't great. But Justice Smith was great. The plot was great. Um, was Good things going on. Like, there was a good story to it. Yeah.
1: Did yeah. you feel like Ryan Reynolds was playing Deadpool?
2: A bit.
0: A little bit, yeah, a little. So just just some of his deliveries, just some just some moments, not the overall performance, but just certain things that he said, certain ways that he said it was just like, eh, oh, wait, no, I'm back. It's 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 Pokemon. it's Pikachu again. So yep. that was my great, biggest worry. Good
2: story, yeah. good fun things going on.
0: My other question is, uh, who was in the theater? Like, when did you
3: see it, and was it all a bunch of families, or was there a bunch of um, uh, uh, adult?
2: I saw a lady Saturday babies like you. matinee, yeah. um, and there was some family, and then there was, like, adult lady babies like me, and some bearded guy, <laughs> probably <laughs> the same guy that was at your movie.
0: I saw a 640 on, I think, a f- sat- on, on, on the Saturday, so I was in the showing probably right after Kirsten, and um, I, I took my kidlet, and we walked into the theater, and there were, like, four people. In the Mm. theater, I'm like, oh, great. Okay, well, it's popcorn time. We don't need to panic about our seats. We came back. There were six people in the theater. Um, But by the time the movie started, it was full. Absolutely full. And I'm going to say... Ah... a lot of parents and kids, you know, but the kids that were there were into it.
2: Oh, I had some kid behind me. Oh, I had to keep reminding myself that, yes, it's a children's movie. <laughs> this, so this was kind of me, too. Okay, that this is happening, but I was like, I wanted to You were going to say the worst words. I kept on doing that horrible thing that nobody should do but I do all the time where you, like, just cast evil glances behind you. Like, you know, when someone's talking in the theater and you turn around and really you should just be an adult and say something. But I would just kept on looking at them. But they had this kid, and he was, like, maybe five. And they were sitting in the D-Box seats. Oh, no. Oh, and he kept on talking about it, vibrating and complaining oh, no. and saying things. And I'm then, in a seat, and it is vibrating. And then, and then, like, telling his mom about all the Pokemon, like the Bulbasaur is come. And he's like, that's a Bulbasaur. Oh, blah, no. Blah. Like, just constant commentary to the movie. It hey, was like,
0: didn't, kid, didn't you watch the PSA before? Don't be a Sally soundtrack.
2: Yeah. It was almost like Art time traveled back in time, <laughs> oh. turned to this kid, and sat behind me at Detective
3: what? Pikachu. Oh, no. Oh. Okay.
0: His mics yeah. are on stands, so what? Kirsten can't <laughs> drop hers, but whoa. That's harsh. I said a few smart
1: things during <laughs> Infinity no, War. No, and that's I what the done. kid
5: is saying, too. He's yeah. like, I quipped.
3: My yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kid like wasn't wrong. That was, was Bulbasaur. Yeah, he was right. I feel
1: like I'm getting a bad rap for
3: this. No. no. It only was like $9 million behind of Endgame at the box office yeah. this past week. Really? So that's
0: surprising. Wow. Yeah,
3: it might um, overtake it.
0: Anyway, if you're a
2: Pokemon fan, go see it. If you, like, have any interest in Pokemon, or if you have kids that like Pokemon, go see it.
0: Yeah, definitely. Recommendation. Um, Recommendation. Ding! Uh, Let's quickly go to the mailbag for (coughs) geekoutatthezone.fm. Oh, nothing. I guess her streak's over. Uh, That's sad. Oh, well. Um, So, yeah, please email us uh, any thoughts that you may have. Geekoutatthezone.fm. That's how you can... Get a hold of us.
5: So we should pause it there. And, I know. Well, I'm going to do it. a
0: meta thing. I'm going to keep recording, and then let's go to uh, the air
3: right now, all of us.
0: Oh, okay. Really?
3: Yeah, sure. Floor cash in the zone at 91.3 with your somebody else. Uh, afternoon. It's Paul. Just filling in for John. It's uh, about quarter after one. I'm actually joined in the studio right now by DJ Brian Boytano. Hey. hey. Art Aronson. Yo. Webmeister Bud. Hi. Kirsten James. Hello as well.
0: All of these people in one room? Why four? What do? Is this microphone on? We're is this wait? is this going on the air right I, now? Please,
3: please, I know can we need to us? switch gears oh from gosh. constant swearing <laughs> to zero swearing. But okay. uh we because of uh, the screwy schedule. <laughs> I almost swore. <laughs> <laughs> um well, we decided, because this is when we usually do our uh, Geek Out podcast, but because I'm on the radio right now, we decided to do it in here in the room. It's very nice in here. It's so nice. Thanks for inviting us in. And so uh, that's, we're all here, and uh, we're we're almost all the way through it. There's a few things left to talk about, but mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to bring you all on, because I actually have to, to go on the radio <laughs> right now, but also uh, to plug the pod.
0: Today on the Geek Out podcast, smart glasses, <laughs> which, well, anyways, yeah, listen, I, you, you, listen you can hear us talk about these and things and say these things. We talk about a lot of Game of Thrones this week. A lot of Game of Thrones. Yes.
2: Thank you for inviting us into the studio, Paul. I kind of feel like uh, we're those kids that live in their parents' basement and their mom is, like, having some friends over for dinner. And we're like, come on. For some, some <laughs> sandwiches and punch yeah and well so that's what i feel like right now so thanks I'm
3: it's weird because a- <laughs> we're
5: literally sitting in a room of windows for a change yeah,
3: yeah that's our, pretty strange our, to, yeah for context our usual room we do it in is the most windowless Air movement free
0: box in the radio station. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and we um, stuff five people in there for over an hour every week um, with a lot of warm equipment and record some and stuff. And it
2: smells like you think geeks would smell like. So mm-hmm. it's perfect. Accurate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the Geek Out podcast uh, is a
3: part of our podcast network that we've got through the zone.fm. Um, Again, if you're into like Game of Thrones stuff and uh, Avengers and whatever like that, uh, Geek Out 1 is a lot of fun. That's the one we're doing now. Of course, Jen and I do PJ Party, which is on a little hiatus because of... uh,
0: Screwy schedules.
3: Screwy schedules. We're not on the air right now. But you can find them all through our website, thezone.fm slash
0: podcast.
4: Tim Horton's creamy chills are just like Canadian summers.
0: Hilarious. And now we're back on the podcast. And now we're back on the podcast. So again, none of us are on air. Yeah, None tri- of our mics are I, live. I've triple, been doing triple checking. You've so- been doing great. Triple checking.
3: Triple check, keep Slipping talking. Yeah,
5: yeah, we're yeah. Kirsten, Should die. we also uh, <laughs> send an invoice to Tim Hortons for that oh, yeah. <laughs> two yes. seconds? That <laughs> our
3: podcast? Uh, uh, totally. But then we'll have to pay licensing for floor That's cash. right. That's oh, right.
2: So, yeah. so, all I was going to say real quick is that uh, shout out to Matthew on our Facebook. Please join our Facebook, join our group, join the conversation. But, Matt, last week when we posted our podcast and we were like, Ryan Johnson's getting a Star Wars trilogy, mm. he was like, Actually, no. Um, there was supposed to be two, one with ryan johnson one with benioff and weiss and he called he was like i think that ryan johnson's got canceled
3: mm-hmm.
0: right and he
2: was right
3: yeah mm. yeah and so,
2: so
0: that has
3: been officially
2: announced that is officially announced yeah, so last weiss. week that was
0: just rumors but yeah that's been confirmed and Kristen threw a party
5: well because I, yes. I and i well, think no, I didn't, I didn't, after I didn't that news <laughs> came out the official quote from <laughs> ryan johnson was I don't
3: care
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah I I, I didn't throw a party I think I'd rather have Ryan Johnson because he's great and Benioff and Weiss like looking at their catalog Benioff wrote X-Men Origins Wolverine Oh really? Terrible hacky Deadpool Terribleness and Weiss wrote one episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia You're
0: kidding me That's so weird That was it before Game of Thrones? Yep
2: What? So I don't know what they're gonna do with Star Wars? It's gonna be
0: maybe they've learned.
1: Maybe they've learned. Well,
2: um, obviously not because if they don't have source material, they're just like
3: <laughs>
0: I'm really it's excited.
2: Like they have a flashlight and they just explode okay, too fast.
3: Okay, uh, I know
1: so
0: we're trying to wrap this Jesus.
3: up. I'm excited to see what they do, and I um I'm, I'm hoping that they have the courage to do something a little bit different with, with Star Wars. It's been difficult because Star Wars, if it doesn't have the exact things that we all like, we get mad about it. If it doesn't have the exact things from the first three movies, TIE Fighters and ad Eye walkers and Death Stars and lightsabers, then we're upset. My- so
0: let's take a page from George R. R. Martin's book and make it challenging.
3: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe that's where they go. But at the end of the day, it's still Disneyland. They're still trying to get kids in to buy Chewbacca backpacks at the uh, Disneyland Resort. So it won't be that challenging, but it might be different and hopefully still good. That was the bad thing about the prequels. Different and bad yeah yeah
2: but Kirt- it's canon because george lucas's magical pen wrote it and we should all appreciate <laughs> he's like a
3: god that's out. creating the world <laughs> right, and it right. should
0: be okay that's
3: right kirsten um, J. Jane- oh go ahead can i real quick i had yep. a recommendation
0: oh yeah oh you right of course sorry tolkien <clears> Tell <throat> uh
3: wait till it comes out on netflix
0: <laughs> oh jeez yeah was that
3: all really hey yeah i mean like i knew going in so i wasn't too disappointed and um like like, I, saw I think we said the name. title
0: really quick this is tolkien the the biopic about uh J.R.R. Tolkien, yeah. starring <laughs> Beast from X Men. Oh, That's yes. right. Yeah.
3: And he does a good job, and the acting is good. And the story is neat about like our kid who's an orphan coming up in World War One and has to go to war and, um, you know, is into literature and language. And his friends are poets and writers and all this stuff. And the way that, you know, is like uh, he encourages them to pursue these endeavors and all that. Um, and then it's just like, Oh, but also, did he write Lord of the Rings, or should we not talk about that? There's a few tiny little baby things that they slip in, and those are in the trailers, too, about that part of his life. But it's like, that's what we're all here for, dummies! Weird. Did you, I guess, and I wonder, too, if it's a licensing thing. So no fan service. No fan Mm. service. Zero fan service for if you're a big Lord of the Rings fan. I was interested in a boring man's biopic, which is what it turned out to be. I would have been way more interested... If it would have been more about the building of uh, the Middle-earth um, uh, mythology.
1: Well, that's what I was hoping for because I want, from J.R. Tolkien, I want, like, he's a linguistic genius. Yeah. Like, he created his own language and all this, you know, these worlds. And But are you like, saying they,
3: they didn't have, like, the word hobbit in it? I think it's the last word in the whole movie. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah, he sits down. He's like, I oh, got an idea for a story. But, like, yeah. and then, So I wonder if it'll come out that that was because they couldn't get the rights to character names or certain specific things. I know that's tricky with those books. But, um, but then why do it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
5: It's Because it, you're not
3: doing his story any service. Why? Yeah, well, and again, there was more to his life, and it's there. There was? No, I'm just kidding. I know, but it's just like, okay, great. I saw a period piece about a, a guy who likes language. The Neat. way
5: the way you've described it, it seems like they're all setting that up for a Tolkien sequel. <laughs> like, oh, I've got Tolkien an idea too. for an inspirational story, <laughs> and it'll involve a hobbit, and then dun-dun! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's just uh,
0: But then it'll uh, be like <laughs> the credits roll. Totally.
5: Everybody sticks around for a post credit scene. To see <laughs> <it>. <laughs>
0: I keep missing this cue, and so it makes me look like I really want to end the podcast, and I don't. But I just, just for timing and everything. Kirsten James, where can we find you on the internet? Art Aronson at Art Aronson on all
1: platforms and and between the stammers. Yeah, that uh, uh, Paul over there decided not to plug when he was on air. Thanks. Where? Just oh. now. Just now. Oh. Uh, we can't go. plug them
0: all. Let's plug it now.
3: Hey, do you like hockey? Art, I'm talking to you. Do you like hockey? I kind of like hockey. Yeah, I kind of like it, too. I also really, really like the Vancouver Canucks, even though they're going through a bit of a rough patch right now. Yeah, they suck.
5: Piss on old-time hockey. You're ruining
1: it. I don't know if that's a nice thing to say, Art. We're trying to get people to listen to our podcast about the Canucks. Well, the thing about our podcast is it's awesome because the Canucks suck.
5: It's fucking embarrassing.
1: Well, it's just awesome regardless. So why don't you give it a listen? Mm Mm-hmm. Where can we find it? iTunes, Podbean, Between the Stammers, your unofficial Canucks cast. Boom. Listen.
3: Um, Yeah, Paul, and um, can I say, just because I know we're running out of time, but the two things you should go and look up on your own accord, uh, we ran out of time for is... Um <laughs> that new Picard show is going to be called
0: Picard. Oh, Quite yeah. Star Trek colon Picard. Yeah, no, that's good. a
3: surprise. Good. You know, it's like, that's good. Just call it what people are going to call it anyways, no matter what you call it. Um, also, breaking news. I just saw that uh, uh, Bill Murray is hanging out at Cannes Film Festival right now, and he says that he's open to more Ghostbuster stuff. Whoa. Yes. Yes, please. Yeah. Interesting. Brian.
5: Uh Boytano nine one three Twitter and Instagram, and DJ Boitano on Facebook. I am very, very sorry, Paul, that I did call you Fat Thor. <laughs> I didn't mean it in terms of being fat or uh-huh. anything. Mm-hmm. I just the the scene of Thor walking through the the hangar, the rock music's playing, and he's drinking a beer. He's got sunglasses
3: on the yes. Big Lebowski scene, fingerless gloves. Yeah, mm-hmm.
5: it's it's like it's like it reminds me of you anytime, like you open up your soda can <laughs> in the podcast. It's
0: just, You've been punishing yourself a lot more than I think Paul ever would on that. I, it's, it's quite funny. You were yeah.
2: very quick after you said Fat Thor to to say... Like, no, 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 because no, no, no. No,
3: it's not, no, yeah. not the fat thing. It's not a fat joke. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to stick my my original comments. Fuck you, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. I liked when he opened the bottle on the Stormbreaker. Yeah. That was my, yeah. one
0: of my favorite things <laughs> in the movie. So I'll take it. I'm Webmaster Bud on all socials. Thanks for listening. This has been the Geek Out Podcast. Bye!
4: The Geek Out Podcast is a production of The Zone at 91.3. The views expressed here are not necessarily those of this radio station. And really, some of those views are pretty stupid. I mean, come on. For more on-demand audio from The Zone, visit thezone.fm slash podcast or the on-demand tab of our app. Thanks for listening, and thanks for being a zoner.